Hi, everyone. I'm Richard Roberts. Welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast, and I am joined today by my dear wife, Lindsay. Sweetheart, hello, and thank you for being with me today. Hi, everybody. So glad to be here. Thanks for letting me join you on this. Well, this idea came actually through something that happened to you last night in the middle of the night. 2.30 in the morning. (laughs) You want to share that because I think that's a really good subject for us to talk about today. You know, when we look at... Uh, the news. I'm not a big news watcher. I am informed, but I'm not a super big news watcher. I don't obsess with it. I don't let it get to me to the point where I, you know, I think, oh oh my gosh, it's almost like doom and gloom or whatever. I'm not that kind of a person. However, I'm aware that things are happening in the world. And because of it, I just kept feeling like we need to pray. And I went to bed praying like I always do. And then I fell asleep for a very limited time. And at 2.30 in the morning, I got back up and the Lord gave me four points. And the first point had something to do with you. For as long as I can remember, you get up in the morning and you quote Psalm 91 over our family. Every day of my life. And and the first thing the Lord gave me was Psalm 91. Mm-hmm. Then he followed it with Psalm 68, which is let God arise and enemies be scattered. Mm-hmm. Then the third thing was, Pray without ceasing. First of all, how can God go into Psalm 91 and we dwell in the secret place of the Most High and abide under the shadow of the Almighty if we don't pray? I mean, God's not robotic. We're not robotic. We're made with the free will. We have the option to choose. And because of that, if we don't pray... You know, it's sort of like I can say, Oh, Richard, I'm so hungry. Are you hungry? Yeah, we're all hungry. Woohoo, we're hungry. But you don't do anything about it. Well, it requires a decision, doesn't it? Faith without works, which is corresponding action, is as good as dead. You've got to do something. That's why I make a decision. I'm going to pray that prayer every day. The last thing the Lord gave me was 2 Timothy 4, 2, that we are to be instant in and out of season. That mm-hmm. sometimes things come along and we just have to know when to shut it down and pray or when to do this or when to do that. In other words, be instantly ready. Yes. So starting with Psalm 91... Where did that come about? Well, it came about when our children were little. Uh, we began to pray that and a number of other scriptures on a regular basis. And we would gather our children together and begin to pray, I who dwell in the secret place of the mm-hmm. Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord. And we would quote that 91st Psalm and we would call that one scripture. We had our kids do 40 scriptures every night before they went to bed. And you have to understand 40 scriptures may have been Psalm 91, the complete Psalm 91, as one one scripture. scripture. So we were determined that we had very uh, limited time with our children that we know of. I mean, usually by the time they're 18, they go off to college or school or, you know, in their 20s or 30s or whatever. But the time they were little that we had their undivided attention, we wanted to make sure that we spent the most time we could pouring the word of God into them. It was also something that you and I did together also. We prayed that scripture many times uh, over over our children, not just our children, but over each other as well. Absolutely. Every and, day of our lives. And this is an everyday and occurrence. And the thing is, when we anoint our children, we pray peaceful, happy, healthy, restful, sweet, good night. And we continue on that prayer. They're grown adults living in their own homes, and we still pray sure. that Every day. We anoint day. them with prayer every day, every, every night of day. their lives. Then the Lord gave me uh, Psalm 68 that said, let God arise and enemies scatter. Sometimes we just stare at the enemies. But if God has given us a secret place 
that we can abide, that means live and dwell in, under the shadow of the Almighty, I will say, uh, the shadow is that protective covering. And I will say of the Lord, he's, he's my strength, my refuge, my God in him will I trust. Unless we declare that, unless we say it, unless we pray it, it's not, I used to tell the kids this, and I still do, it's not by osmosis. It doesn't happen robotically. We have to declare our words, decree our words, speak, say, when you decree a thing, it shall be added unto you, that type of a thing. But if I'm all talking about the doom and gloom and awful stuff, how am I combating it if I don't pray the word of God? And how do you do that? Well, you do it with your mouth. You do it by the authority that you have in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you remember in Philippians, the Bible says, God has given Jesus a name which is above every name named in heaven and earth. And at that name, he said, every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now he has given us that name. On the, on the last night of his earthly life, he gathered his disciples together. You can read it in the book of John. And he said, before now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask, Ask. and you, you shall receive that your joy may be full. Well, we are his modern day disciples. He's given us his name and we speak with authority when we speak in the name of Jesus. Let's go back and it says, in my name, you've asked nothing in my name, in my authority, pray without ceasing. But then it said, ask and you shall receive. And then it goes on and it says, that your joy. Joy is not ha, ha, ha. When I watch, um, oh, let's just say some of the old-fashioned black and white television with I Love Lucy, that's a chuckle, chuckle, and I giggle. That's happy. That makes me laugh. That makes me giggle. Um, certain things make me laugh. Certain things make me sad. Certain things can make me uh, up. Like if I'm talking to my kids, I get more you know, excited and maybe animated. Certain things can make me down. There are people sometimes I don't want to talk to them because they bring me down. I mean, let's be honest. Sure. But, and everybody has situations like that. And this is different. This is the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. The joy of the Lord to me is a spiritual thing that comes from Jesus. It is a joy that is a spirit that can come in and it can overtake that darkness, the heaviness, whatever it is that I may be experiencing right there, when I receive that joy, praying without ceasing, when I receive that my joy may be full, I think that the world has input of happy, sad, giggle, don't giggle, cry, this. Those are emotions. Joy is a spirit of the Lord. And that brings about a different outcome. And the Bible also says in Ephesians that we are to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, I'm emphasizing what you're just saying. How can you be strong unless you have joy, which, which is, is your, your strength. strength? And then he says, when you pray without ceasing, what you were saying, you know, when we get into this prayer mode, prayer mode then you go into the book of John, that your joy, he didn't say may be haphazard. Or he didn't say that your no. joy may come and go. Full. He said you, the fullness of joy. Why? Because when you're full of joy, when this other stuff comes along, because stuff will come along if you're breathing. I mean, if you're alive, I think stuff happens. But if your joy is full, and let's just say your container is full, it's hard for something else to get into that container when it's full. And so it has to what? It has to go the other direction. I believe if we get our spiritual container so full of the joy of the Lord, and that's our strength, when Satan comes in and he tries to steal that place, sorry, Satan, place is full. Well, when it's full also has a tendency to spill out. 
Yeah, no kidding. And it means it spills out on others. That joy that's in us yes. gets on others as well. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of emotion, regardless of day or night. You know, when I was praying, uh, when I was pregnant, I, was, I would use the term expecting. And here in Oklahoma, uh, the weather can change in an instant. I remember recently we had ice cold weather. It was so cold. And before you could blink, they had a tornado watch. I'm like, what, what, what just Which happened? doesn't happen when it's cold. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, just, what, what was that? It can change in an instant. And I believe that's why we need to be instant in and out of season, because we need to be full. If we are full and then some of these other things start happening, then we have the opportunity to respond not with emotion, not with panic, not with fear, not with um, doom and gloom or something like that, which is the way the world can turn around and receive that and turn around and react to it. But we of the church of the body of Christ in Christ Jesus can demonstrate and be that light in darkness of the joy of the Lord. Now that does not necessarily mean you're going to be praying every moment. No. Praying in praying always in the spirit it does not mean you are in you're in prayer 7 days a week 24 hours a day but it means you're in a constant state of readiness mm -hmm. that you could break into prayer at any moment given the situation. You know, I've had um, friends of mine who've had some unusual diagnosis. Some of them have been um, financial. Some of them have been um, in their family. Some have been physical. physical. And I believe that I have a, I'm going to say, a responsibility before the Lord to say, let's pray. I can say, ah, oh me, oh my, oh goodness, oh dear, oh Father God. And I can say a lot of other things. But I think that God when he can trust us, knows if we fill ourselves up by praying and being full of the joy of the Lord, we can turn around in that instant in and out of season moment and say, that's it, let's pray. And I've had to say to one friend of mine, I don't receive that and I don't want you to receive that, let's pray. You know, it doesn't mean I'm in denial. Right. I understand. I understand the diagnosis. The woman showed me the piece of paper. I understand sure. that. But I am not moved by that. I, I, that's the fact. That is a medical fact. I understand that. I see that. But what I'm moved by is my Savior Jesus went to the cross for healing and salvation. So while the fact says something, I have a Bible right to supersede and override the facts with the word of God. I'll tell you a story. Um, there was a lady that it was actually happened at the grocery store and, and it had a little 20, 20% 20 off something, something sale. And, and mm, sounds like your kind of it sale. sounds my kind of sale. <laughs> well, 20 is a start. 50 is a good start. 70 is a deal. It's exactly Not around what, the flag boys. <laughs> exactly. Mama's found a sale. So, so in the middle of all that, um, I said, oh, I thought that was on sale. And she said, you know, it was, let me override the price. And she said, I'm sorry, that was on sale. Wasn't it 20% off? And I said, yeah, I, th I thought so. And she said, I'll override it. She superseded what the machine, <coughs> excuse me, what the machine wanted to do. She did an override. Mm -hmm. Okay. We can hear a medical report. We can hear a financial report. We can hear a this or a that. But because that woman had authority to override that, she just fixed it. 
We have a Bible right through the authority of the name of Jesus to say, okay, I see that and I understand that, but let's override it with the word of God. Now you said you got another scripture at 2.30 in the morning. What was that? Well, that was instant in and out of season, pray without ceasing and let God arise and enemies scatter. I don't think that enemies will take us as serious as they could if we just sit back and say, it's my enemy. I'm No. Let God arise. In the name of Jesus, my Father God said through his word, get thee behind me, Satan, you will not prevail. When we resist the devil, he's supposed to, to flee. I believe that when God will arise, the enemies will scatter. But we have to pray, pray without ceasing or be instant in and out of season with the word of God so that God has the opportunity to arise. He's God. He can do whatever he wants. Me, but we're not robots. Let me give you an example of what she's talking about in the Bible. Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah, and he faced three armies coming against him, for which he said out of his own mouth, our army doesn't have the strength to go against these three armies. But he said, our eyes are upon the Lord, and they fell on their faces and they prayed. And when they prayed, a prophet showed up and gave a word from the Lord, go out and face the enemy, and you won't have to raise a hand against them. God supernaturally turned the situation around when they prayed. God spoke to them. That's how important it is. And you were talking about prayer. That's how important it is for us to pray so God can bring an answer. And I don't mean you have to have the entire Bible memorized, but have some key scriptures that you can come up with instant in and out of season. Now, I know this sounds goofy, but, you know, 1 Samuel 23 might not be your instant in and out of season scripture, but it happens to be mine. And you'll know why in a minute. 1 Samuel 23, David is in a battle. Now, I believe we all end up in battles somehow, some way, or, you know, as long as you're breathing from childhood all the way going home to be with the Lord, I believe there'll be some kind of a battle, spiritual, physical, emotional, financial, whatever. 1 Samuel 23 is interesting because David sometimes can be, <laughs> I giggle because it's kind of funny, but not funny. He's kind of sometimes a mess. Now, but yet he's a man after God's own heart. Why? Because if you look at 1 Samuel 23, and I think it's the second verse, he said, David inquired of the Lord. And then he said, you know, do we go forward? Do we go backwards? In my words, shall we pursue? Shall we retreat? Shall we do this? Shall we not do it? Shall we try it? Shall we cut and run? And I think that part of the reason that David was a man after God's own heart is he wanted to know the heart of God in order to get the right answer. You know, I, when I was in school, I loved getting the right answer. I don't know if everybody felt that way, but I really liked getting the right answer. I liked hundreds. I liked 98s. They weren't quite as up to par, but I liked 99s. I really liked hundreds. And, and when you think about that, how are you going to get the right answer if you don't get yourself prepared? You know what I've said a million times? Prior preparation prevents poor performance. And Lindsay got really good grades, too. <laughs> I, uh, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the thing is, is that why would I waste my time studying, let's just say, chemistry if it's a math test? At that moment, study math. You know, why would I waste my time doing something that isn't going to come out with the right beneficial outcome you know, why, why study how to cook pizza when I have a math test? Now, when I have a test on cooking pizza, for heaven's sake, learn how to cook the pizza. David was smart enough to inquire of the Lord. 
Do I go forward? Do I go backwards? What do I do? That's my, when David inquired of the Lord, Lindsay version is, what do I do? Lord, you're smarter than I am. You are more insightful than I am. I couldn't even, you know, as they say, hold a candle. I don't know what that means, but hold a candle to the insights of the Lord. But I can tap into them through prayer. Well, that's so why, why don't I inquire of the Lord? That's why prayer is so critically important. That's why I start my day off every day with prayer. That's why I pray over you and our children. That's why I pray over our partners. That's why I pray over myself. I pray over everything that I do. Let every step I take be a step ordered of the Lord, Lindsay. And may the angels of the Lord encamp about me, about my family, about this ministry, about you that I'm, uh, we're talking to on this podcast today. Let that Let my day be filled with the Spirit of God. You know, I'll give you those scriptures again. And even if you just go to a couple of them, Psalm 91, uh, Psalm 68, let God arise and any enemy scatter. First Thessalonians 5, 16, second Timothy 4, 2. And one thing I, I pray over my family every day, and Richard knows this, we, we do not miss this prayer for peaceful, happy, healthy, restful, sweet, good day. Every day. No accident, injury, illness, sickness, or disease. This is what and we, we do. And we dispatch the angels to encamp about us. And that is our <laughs> Bible right. So I want to encourage you, get Two or three scriptures and then stick to it. And then when you, you know, I always say, what do you get when you're, when you squeeze a lemon, you get what's on the inside. What do you get when you you're squeezed? You get what you put on the inside. So I want you to put God on the inside and take those scriptures and just make a habit out of them and see what begins to happen. And if it's okay, I'd like to pray. I hope you will. And I'll pray after you do. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for people listening to the sound of our voices right now. I pray, let God arise and enemies scatter. I pray that people will be healed from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. I pray for them spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, in their families, in marriages, in, in dating, in whatever it is. God said he wanted to perfect the things that concern us. Whatever it is that's concerning you, I pray for God to minister healing to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. And I especially come against any mental torment. Anything that has come against your mind, let it be maybe depression or discouragement or no matter what it is, I take authority over that and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I pray for healing and I pray for the peace of God that passes all understanding to come into your heart, into your mind, into your spirit, into every area of your life today. Be at peace. Jesus has not fallen off the throne. He is your Lord. He is your Savior. And as you seek him, you will find him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Hey, thank you for being a guest on my podcast today. Hey, thank you for letting me be a guest on your podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lindsay saying bye-bye for now. And if you need special prayer, the Abundant Life Prayer Group is ready to receive your call at 918-495-7777, or you can go online, uh, richardroberts.org slash prayer. Or if you have a question or something you particularly want me to deal with, you can go to ask at richardroberts.org. That's ask at richardroberts.org. Lindsay, thanks for being with me. I just might do that. <laughs> uh, you might send me a question, huh? Yeah, will you okay. make me breakfast? Uh, uh, well, of course I will, if, if you'll make me lunch. <laughs> All right, see you next time right here on the Richard Roberts Expect a Miracle podcast. Bye-bye Bye -bye. for now. We have just launched the Healing Network. It's all healing all the time. This new 24-hour network is your place for live healing prayer and anointed messages, as well as the classic and timeless sermons of Oral Roberts. And we have new original programs coming soon. 
Available online or on demand. Just look for The Healing Network on your favorite app. For more information, go to richardroberts.org slash The Healing Network.